Hi everyone, welcome to the Phoenix Rise podcast. I'm so happy to have you with us. If you're new, welcome here. This is where we talk all things business, spirituality, and mindset. You don't have to pick one world or the other. You get the best of both worlds here. It's the 3D and the 5D. It's the ambition and the awakening. It's your spiritual connection and your success because you are worthy of it all. And today I'm really excited. We've got a very special guest with us, Mandy Chenille. She is all the way from the other side of the world, <laughs> over, over in, in the USA. And we are going to talk all things fear-based, all things related to what is blocking you from the goals, from the dreams, from the desires, from your destiny, right? What is getting in the way of you being who you want to be? Now, I say that we've got a very loose, a very loose kind of... Um, uh, anchor with that with that topic we're going to free flow we're going to go intuitively see what nuggets come out and just trust that if you're listening to this episode it's going to have a message for you so without further ado Mandy would you please introduce yourself to everyone thank you so much Claire it's wonderful to be here and from not so sunny California it's still dark (laughs) but it's wonderful um yes so I am a, a Mandy Chanel I am the author of Faith Over Fear I'm a retired startup executive. Um, I've worked in a lot of recruitment technology companies from the startup phase and building out. Um, I had a very early and very rapid rise in my career, which led to um, what I discovered later, uh, imposter syndrome and dealing with a lot of confidence and doubt and fear and everything in my abilities. And it took me a while to really discover that fear and unconscious bias, whether it was internal, external, um, held me back a lot of times. So since that realization, I've been on a mission to help women, other underrepresented groups and anyone who will listen <laughs> to have the <laughs> aha moments and, and realize that we've got to use fear as a positive tool, as opposed to letting it stop us. And oh, for me, I have identified uh, a number of keys to success um, with the primary one being, as my book title suggests, faith okay. over fear. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for me, it's definitely a mingling of inner belief as well as belief in something greater than myself. Um, but really tapping into that and not letting fear stop you in your tracks because it does way too often. hundred percent. I love this so much. So just for you guys listening, we had a kind of half an hour chat before we we didn't mean to, but we were were just vibing and, um, everything that we were talking about, one of us was just like, yes, yes, yes. Because my my keynote talk is called fuck fear right and it's we have such um we're on the same page with this message so i think we should dive right in with the fear topic because how many people does it rob of their dreams you know i i like to think of fear as it is the silent thief that will come and rip the very essence of who you are meant to be because you're not you're not seeing it for what it is. It's cloaking itself as something else, sometimes as a friend, sometimes as, um, uh, you know, like changing your mind, sometimes as procrastination, sometimes as imposter syndrome. And we don't ever get to the root 
of what fear is and we just let it do its thing and it's just like that silent thief that just comes and like robs our dreams from us without us ever realizing what's even happening so let's let's just talk about let's just dive straight in so you pick it up wherever you want to go with this mandy yeah absolutely so you know what i find really interesting as i was doing research for the book and uh and really looking at all of these concepts one of the things i found really enlightening was that um most psychologists will take the, I believe it's 27 basic human emotions and they will bucket them into two categories, either love Mm. or fear. Mm. And so every positive emotion is bucketed under love and every negative emotion is bucketed under fear. And I think that is so important for people to connect the dots on because a lot of times when you are feeling doubt or you're feeling angry or you're feeling anxious, it is rooted in fear. And so it's sometimes it's hard when you, when you have this conversation and say, don't let fear hold you back. People are like, well, I'm not scared. I don't, I'm not feeling fear. I'm angry or I'm anxious or this. Well, that is a version of fear. And so how are you letting that drive you? How are you letting that determine your next steps? Mm. More importantly, how are you letting that drive your inner thoughts about yourself? Mm. I always tell people, I'm like, And when you really stop to think about your inner dialogue, what are you saying to yourself? Because a lot of times when it's in a negative pattern, we either don't recognize it because it's so frequent or we believe it. And so we don't stop it. And it can be overwhelming when you start to pay attention to it and you're like, oh, wow. (laughs) And I always say, would you let someone else talk to you that way? Uh, I mean, I sure hope not. Right. You have to stop that. And all of that, to me, as I bucket everything negative under fear, and when it's not moving you forward, it's not helping you. So you've got to flip it, right? Yeah. Yeah. 100%. You have to transmute it, don't you? You have to use it as fuel, you know? So instead of letting it hinder you, just transmute that and let it fuel you let it ignite the fire that you can then use to transmute into passion to transmute into desire to transmute into action right but you have to just because I you know I don't know what you think about this money but I don't believe that fear ever disappears I think we all have fear and of course yes really funny again synchronicities because this morning I was eating my breakfast and I have um Napoleon Hill's book uh Think and Grow Rich just on my dining table and in the morning I just like to randomly flick to a page you know and just see what the message is today and Mm -hmm. I kid you not the one I opened this morning was the six fears so the overarching six fears that 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 humans have and you know again just synchronizing to our conversation now but it's yeah it's knowing that this is a human feeling you know it's it doesn't make you weak it doesn't mean that you're not meant for the dream that you have it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you it is a very human experience that we all have but the choice the power is within what you choose to do with that feeling do you let it cripple you or do you let it build you do you let it propel you exactly it's it really is I I think it's a mindset thing right Mm. um I don't know if you've ever read uh, Mindset by Carol Dweck uh no I haven't no 
Amazing book. Um, and I, it really opened my eyes, especially as, as a mom um, and teaching my kids uh, how to clock their mindset because there's two, essentially two mindsets, a fixed mindset and a growth mindset. A fixed mindset when you encounter difficulty or quote unquote failure, which is another term I'm sure we both have a similar definition of, but uh, anything that feels like failure in the moment, a fixed mindset will think, oh, okay, that is my boundary. That's my limit. I can't go any further than that. Um, So I need to stay in this zone here where I can succeed. Mm -hmm. Whereas a growth mindset will encounter quote unquote failure, mistakes, what have you, and see it as a new challenge, a and learning opportunity, and develop ways to overcome that obstacle and keep pushing forward. And that's really what we're talking about is fear a lot of times is that obstacle in whatever we're chasing after. And if we back down to it, oh, I encountered that I must stop here, I can't go any further. We're in a fixed mindset, and we're letting fear control and hold us back in a, in a negative way. Whereas if we get to that obstacle and we go, okay, what can I learn from this? How can I push myself forward? Um, that's we're tapping into a growth mindset, which is very powerful. And so that's, I mean, that's the way I see it. Right. Mm, yeah. You, I love use, you know, and I, I love telling people too. I'm like, look, a lot of the times when I was stuck in, you know, in, in a negative mindset or I had challenges that I, was doubting my ability to overcome. So I was falling into, you know, fear's grasp, so to speak. Um, My way out of it, I love sarcasm. (laughs) And so I would, even if I wasn't feeling it in that moment, I would like talk myself into, okay, I know I can get through this. Or, and I would say it in our sarcastic way, oh, okay, well, I guess there's a new challenge and I guess I can get past this until I actually started to believe it. And it became my default wiring to those obstacles. Um, and it's a really fun way to do it. Cause I, I get a kick out of being sarcastic. And so I love that. It's, it's funny to me. <laughs> so what, um, what I used to do actually, and you know, again, this really links back to mindsets, right? So I have, all, and I just want to put this out there for people listening. So I used to say this before I even knew about the mindset world, right? Before I even knew mm-hmm. that I could change the way that I was thinking that I could change my programming that, that just wasn't even on my radar. Okay. When, when I'm yeah. talking but um I used to always love the phrase fake it before you make it or fake it till you make it fake it till you make it and it's interesting because a lot of people if you say that like especially people that haven't done mindset work they think you're a fraud they think you're trying to con people they think you're trying to be something that you're not that you're pretending that you're um delusional you know all these kind of narratives that they associate as let's say negative in in their abbreviations to to that context but the context that I actually came at it from without even realizing until hindsight was I have to fool myself so that I can do it so it was like let me give you an example um I mean, this honestly even goes back to my childhood. I'm just thinking now of like, I used to do dances on stage at school, right? And mm-hmm. I've always been an introverted extrovert. So I'm very- Oh my gosh, me too. <laughs> <laughs> on the intro, yes. I'm very introverted. 
introverted it's it's like my kind of my alter ego but um so I would always want the limelight I would always want to be on stage but it would scare the hell out of me right the fear was huge so I would literally be like it's okay Claire fake it till you make it you know just get up there act like you know what you're doing and you will and it was it's the kind of it's the pet talking yourself but what you're actually doing is you're rewiring your own circuits in your mind you are programming your brain to believe that you do know what you're doing that you can do it that you are capable that you are confident that you are brave you know all of these things so it's not about trying to fool other people it's about trying to fool yourself so exactly starts to starts to listen to you you know rather than it running the show it's like you take over the driver's seat and you start saying this is the way this is like this is the direction I'm putting the directions in the sat now this is where we're going you're no longer in control because I don't know where the hell you were taking me but it's not where I want to go <laughs> yeah <laughs> it, you're you're so spot on and it really if you zoom out what you're doing by doing you're building faith in yourself Mm. Um, and, and you're coming at it from a, you're tricking yourself. It's a hack, right? Like I, I, it's so funny you say that because I cannot tell you the number of times that the advice I've given to the people that I've mentored, whether they're on my team or not, or whatever the case may be. Um, I've given the advice so many times to fake it till you make it or to act as if, um, and, and it's not from a fraudulent perspective. It's, it is the, it's flipping your mindset. It is getting yourself to tap into that faith. So you don't get held back by fear. You're using it and, and it it helps you to push your limits and to push and explore your potential as opposed to staying in this teeny tiny little box, because you don't currently believe you can do anything outside of that. Um, and I think it's so powerful. It leads to so many opportunities, especially in, in, in well, in every area. But I've got a lot of experience of, of doing that, giving that advice and seeing the powerful effects in the business world yeah. um, where, you know, people are more comfortable because they've been given this advice to take chances, to raise their hand for a project or for an opportunity to learn and suddenly they find this new passion and this gift that they have. And now they can see their career developing in a different direction. And when they maybe didn't have one before, but yeah. it's every area of your life that it, it can affect. So I, I love that advice. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And it, it's like, everything is happening for you, not to you, right? I love that saying because yes. it's, and, you know, we touched on failures earlier. And I think, again, this, this goes hand in hand with fear because for me, so I'll tell a bit of my story. So fear of failure was a massive, a massive block for me for, well, eight years. So my first eight years as an entrepreneur, um, well, no, sorry, six years. So my first six years as an entrepreneur, I was in an abusive relationship, which was a whole different kind of fear. But mm-hmm. my fear of failure was the worst fear of all because it was my lack of faith in myself in my dreams, in my capabilities, in my possibility of what I could achieve that kept me in that same situation. It kept me stuck in a comfort zone that was very uncomfortable in, you know, in a tiny little box that 
the 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 most ironic thing is right is I I kind of um I use this metaphor where it was like I was in this bird cage right but the door was always wide open I could always yeah. see the door in front of me that's my dreams right that's my desires that's my ambitions I could always see them the other side of that door but I was so scared of stepping outside of that cage and having to spread my wings and take a leap and trust that they would support me, trust that they would, you know, help me soar, that they would let me fly, that I would be okay because I would rather stay in that tiny little cage where I knew exactly what to expect, even though it wasn't nice. It was my fear of failure that kept me there. And I think yeah. this is, you know, this is what we talk about with fear. It it robs us of our dreams, yeah. our goals, of, of what we desire to be. Have you experienced that for yourself as well? Oh, absolutely. Uh, absolutely. I mean, um, and I'm very sorry that you had that experience. Oh, no, no, I, I talk about um, it all the time, I don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I can tell that you, uh, I, I like to say, um, I, you, you know, the, People often say, oh, you're wearing rose-colored glasses. Um, I, I say I prefer to call them my good seeker glasses, and I will be wearing them any and every time I can. Thank you very much, because it helps me. Um, so I can tell you've put your good seeker glasses on, and you've learned, you've taken that something that, I, you know, nobody should experience, um, and you've used it for good and for learning for yourself, which I commend you for, um, because that's well, number one, the biggest way to grow. Um, and number two, the best thing you can do for yourself. Right. Um, but absolutely the fear of failure. I mean, gosh, I mean, I, I, like you said, fear never goes away. It is a completely normal, completely expected human emotion. And I think it also tells us, uh, when we're pushing our boundaries, when it comes up, right. You, yeah. You develop this faith and belief in yourself or faith in anything and everything outside of yourself and you keep pushing forward. And then when you push the envelope a little bit further than your comfort zone, you, you know, fear comes back in. You're like, okay, I, now I know I'm pushing for far enough. <laughs> um, so, you know, absolutely. I, there have been so many moments on this journey to writing my book and putting my mission out there and trying to help people with this, where I encounter fear and with my publishing team, I would, I would laugh. Anytime I said the word fear, we'd all be like, uh-huh. And I'm like, I know I have to practice what I preach. Okay. <laughs> so I'm going to, I'm going to push past it. Um, but absolutely. But not I mean, to it, right? <laughs> no, not at all. I mean, it's a very vulnerable thing to put all of your, your advice and the things that you've learned and the things that you know have helped you and have helped other people to put it down and go, okay, I'm going to, put this out into the world with my stories and, and, you know, what I've been through. And then now I have to wait and see what people think about it. Does it help them? Like, it's more about wanting to know that it helps people. And then you have this fear of like, Oh, okay. They're going to appreciate the advice or what's gonna, You know, you have yeah, that yeah. fear of, of failure. And I'm like, look, I, for me, my, my faith in, in God and myself and, all of that has guided me on this journey. And, um, you know, I don't by any means prescribe any specific belief system to anybody I respect. And um, I really love learning about other people's varying beliefs. Um, but I share mine because it has helped me so much to tap into 
the type of faith that allows me to utilize fear. Um, and that has been a big piece of me believing in that and trusting in that and, you know, trusting that God, the universe, spirit, whatever anybody wants to call it has driven me to write this in a way that is going to help as many people as possible. Um, and it's not about me. It's about helping anybody who needs the help, right? If I always used to say, even, you know, we were talking before about how I would write motivational quotes and things when I was like 17. And one of my favorite ones that I wrote was, if I can make just one person smile, if I can help just one person, that is success. And that's like the perspective that I have, but it doesn't mean that I don't have fear of failure with it. Um, And, you know, you you have to- Exactly. You have to push that boundary. You have to, it's, it's that risk sensation that a lot of times we're really afraid of and makes us want to have like safety nets all around us, like you were saying. Um, but I've learned for myself, I succeed in bigger ways when I, I like embrace that risk sensation. Cause that means I know I'm doing something that has the ability to push me further than ever before. And I'll be more fulfilled and more excited about that achievement than if I like tippy toed around with all these safety nets and whatever around me, then it's not going to be as meaningful. If that makes sense. You're never going to like, I like to think of it. You're never going to know what your full potential is if you don't push those boundaries, right? Because you're only ever playing to a kind of a, uh, What's the word? I was trying to think of a really good sporting analogy. It's like you're only playing at like a, a, you know, a a kind of practice level. You're never really flexing enough to to see what you're capable of, to just really see what kind of life you could actually have. You know, can I speak on a stage in front of hundreds of people? Well, if I can do that, can I speak on a stage in front of thousands of people? Can I write in my diary? But then can I write a book? Can I put this out to the world and, you know, potentially get rejection, potentially get criticism, you know, potentially have all of this stuff that we're going to associate again with the fear, the blocks that are going to stop you from even trying. And I yep. love, you know, I, I knew one of us was going to bring it up, but, you know, the Michael Jordan quote of, you know, how many shots at 10,000 shots until he gets one, until he gets one success. And it's like those shots aren't failures. They're one step closer. They're one step closer to the success, to the life that you dream of, to the desire that you have. But you have to be willing to go through the, again, air quotes, failures to be able to get to the success. Like, I can't tell you how many times I've failed in my life. Uh, You know, I, failure is one of those words, everything is a lesson or a blessing. You know, it's everything happens for a reason. Everything is for our growth happening for us and not to us. Again, mindset, you know, it's not the victim mindset. It's the, I'm learning here. There's something I need to experience here to put me on the right path to where I'm going. So you have to be willing to learn. You have to be willing to fall on your ass. You have to be willing to get it wrong, to mess up, to, you know, to fluff things because it's all part of the growth. It's all part of the process and it's all part of building the person that you're becoming, right? Absolutely. Well, here's the thing. So I, I, 
I love that we're on the same page about all of this. Um, <laughs> but we, right, when you're in that mindset of feeling like you need a, a safety net or a backup plan, or so funny, I talk about this in, in my book too. Here, like everyone, something's going to resonate with everyone on a different level, whether it's recognizing the emotion that they're feeling or you know, the excitement of pushing the envelope and going that much further and tapping into greater success and fulfillment, um, or it's really paying attention to the inner thoughts. Like everyone, something is going to click for everyone in a different way, depending on where they're at and what resonates with them. The biggest thing I try to get people to understand is when you, cause I'm a planner, right? So it's not that I feel like I have to build safety nets when I'm doing something new and I've got that, you know, pushing the boundary, it's a risk, you know, there's a fear of failure, whatever. I have to think about it all, like map out the situation. And then I have to drop the what if scenarios and just go for it. Because I know that if I get stuck in those what if scenarios, what happens to my inner dialogue? Yeah. What happens? Am I pushing myself forward if I start going, okay, well, what if this fails? What if that, what if this happens? What if a lot of times those what ifs that go through our mind hold us back and keep us in that emotion of fear never the without body. confidence. It's never what no. If, what if this is amazing? What if this is like the best thing I've ever done? It's always the negative, isn't it? Right. And so often we think way too small when it comes to yeah. pursuing our dreams and our goals. And, um, and the question I try to flip people around to is, what if you succeed and what if you impact all these people around you? Because that that's one of the biggest keys to success is really identifying your purpose and yes. developing very clear and deep and meaningful whys yeah, for yeah. what you're doing. And I always say you have to have at least two to three whys for anything you're trying to achieve, but at least one of them has to be about the impact you're going to have Yes. on anybody and everything outside of yourself. Because if you can see the ripple effect of what you're going to be doing and the power of what you can accomplish and how it will affect other people, you're going to, you're building in an accountability hack, right? Yes. So with like, yes. with writing the book, I was, I had no idea how to write a book. <laughs> I was like learning how to be retired, learning how to be a full-time stay-at-home mom of three kids. And it was a huge adjustment for me and for our entire household. And there's no way that I would have been able to write this book in, you know, five years, let alone less than a year, if I hadn't developed my whys and I didn't see like, okay, gosh, this can help so many people and feel accountable to pursuing my purpose because then it's outside of myself, right? It's so oh easy to give so up on something. Does that yeah. make sense? You know, how easy is it to give up on a goal when you only thought about the impact it's going to have on you? Well, that's easy enough. Like, okay, well, I'll try again later. But when you're thinking about, oh my gosh, this could teach my kids, this could help so-and-so, my friends, this could help my network, this could help, oh my gosh. And it it can go on and on. And you start to see the the sphere of influence just growing how can you not go after it? How can you yes. not yeah, it's like, utilize it's that fear, it, right? It? It's, yeah, that's exactly what, what I tell people. I, God, we're so on sync here. I love it. But it <laughs> it's your, your North Star, your vision, your reason has to be so strong 
that it will triumph over the fear. Because like you say, if it isn't strong enough, if you haven't got enough of a bigger meaning than, you know, I want a nicer house or I want a nicer car or I want a couple extra holidays a year. Like, yes, that's great. And you are definitely worthy of that. But you have to have a bigger meaning, a bigger reason, a bigger impact. Like, who are you here to serve? Like, what are you here to do to help humanity? Because when you get to that level, it's like, okay, your fear's creeping up. It's trying to talk you out of it. But actually, it's your duty to follow your purpose, to follow what you're here to do, because people are waiting for you. Like, your people are actively looking for you. And if you're too scared to step outside of the shadows and to start shining your light brightly, then they can't find you. And that means you can't help them. And that means that you can't do what you are here to do. I, I absolutely love that. 100%. And I, I do truly believe that when you've tapped into that purpose, and it's it's really, I think the the switch a lot of people have to flip is like, think of it in terms, not of just success, but of fulfillment, I think that helps us switch the mindset, right? Um, And you are really pursuing that fulfillment, that purpose, like what are you on this planet to do, Um, right? You, You push yourself in bigger ways, but I believe when you've really fully committed to that, I truly believe the universe conspires to make it happen. Um, If you're in alignment with things greater than yourself, again, whatever you believe in. um, And it just, everything starts to fall into place because you are so tapped in, tuned in (laughs) and and going for it. And it, allows you to utilize everything in your way, fear, obstacles, fear, failure, everything that happens doesn't mean you're not going to fail. Doesn't mean you're not going to have challenges, but you're going to be in the right mindset to overcome and to be that much better off for it and have an even more compelling story and be so relatable to other people. And like, have that, if I can do it, you can do it mentality, which a lot of people need to know, right? (laughs) We're just all regular human beings. Yeah, this is what I say. It's like the people that you look up to, you know, they're no different to you. They're just a little bit further on their journey. They've just taken Mm -hmm. some different actions. They've they've felt exactly the same way that you feel, but they've just done it anyway. You know, they've just pushed through. They've persevered. They followed their purpose. I absolutely feel like I could talk to you forever, Mandy. Like, we're so (laughs) insane. I just want to finish off um, for me. So I just want to say, that last piece that you talked about with alignment, fulfillment, I mean, it's all my lingo. I absolutely am here for it. And it's just, it is so, so true because when you're pushing and when you're forcing and things aren't happening, things aren't lining up, like it's like you're kind of trying to pull teeth and it's just not, it's not materializing. It's because you're out of alignment. Whatever it is that you're trying to pursue is not what is meant for you. So when you are in alignment, things will flow. Things will feel, you know, I say easy. I don't mean that as in every day is easy, but I mean, it's in ease. It's not forced. It's not pushing. It's very feminine energy. It's very attracting energy it's allowance it's synchronized it's frequencies and I just want to give one um, example here so 
creating an empowerment event has been on my radar for a little while right and I'm a generator in human design and I have to respond to the universe like this is what I need to do and this has been a battle for me because I'm a very impulsive person so I like I have to really like work on that but I've been I've been getting a lot better and so I've not been forcing it you know old Claire would have just like gone and just done it regardless but I've been very much like okay this I'm putting the frequency out there I'm just going to wait and see what happens you know the the thoughts are energy so it's out there in the universe will it will it manifest back to me so the thought has been out there and the last two weeks I swear to god every conversation I've had whether it's with a podcast guest whether someone has introduced someone to me and then we've had the conversations like I swear every conversation I've had has led to the topics of events and it's just been to the point where I was um, driving back home from Devon yesterday. I was listening to Neville Goddard in, in the car. And, you know, sometimes you hear something a million times, but one time it just lands differently. And he was yeah. talking about, you know, visualize the end goal. And I was like, yeah, you know, nothing new there. I do, I do that all the time. And um, and I just had a moment where I was visualizing my my normal end goal. So I'm on a stage in my suit. I see the audience. I've seen the faces. I've seen who I'm talking to. And it was just this flick where that time it landed. And I was like, I meant to create this fucking stage. I was like, I'm not meant to wait around to speak on other stages. I'm meant to create these stages. And this is the point of talking about alignment and purpose and fulfillment. Because when you are in alignment, the synchronicities are undeniable, right? They They will be presented to you constantly. But depending on what mindset you have as to whether you see them, whether you are aware of them and whether you're willing to follow them or or indeed, if you let the fear stop you from maybe maybe that means, you know, changing your path. Maybe it means pivoting your business. Maybe it means doing something completely different to what you do now. So, again, that leads back to the fear element. So I just wanted to share that with with people listening because you know synchronicities are undeniable but you have to be open to seeing them and then brave enough to follow them mandy would you like to finish up on on that on that conversation absolutely i could not agree with you more and i think one of the key elements to that which has taken me a long time because i can i can be kind of impulsive when motivation strikes as well um the key is patience um because that's when when you're in that moment of you've got this inspiration, this motivation, this drive to do something, and you feel like you're forcing it. I've learned, and it took me learning it many times over, um, (laughs) unfortunately, but fortunately, (laughs) um, I've learned that, you know, if I just sit in patience for me, the biggest trick, like even, especially with writing the book and I felt, you know, Oh, I've got a creative block. I've got, I have no more words. I nope. Nope. I have no more words left in me. Um, it was the same moment, right. As trying to force it versus getting back into flow and an alignment. My biggest hack was, okay, I'm, I'm going to go do yoga. I'm going to pray. I'm going to meditate and I'm just going to let it all go. And I'm just going to ask God, the universe, et cetera, to guide me on what I need to write next. And I'm just going to let it go until it comes to me. And inevitably every single time, no matter how long that yoga session slash meditation prayer was, 
I would wind up afterwards with a flood of all of the words and ideas and everything. And so it was a weird experience for me because in business, I was always go, 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 go. I was very fast moving. It was, there was never that opportunity to sit and be patient. Whereas in this creative uh, world that I was stepping into, I really had to learn that push and pull of movement and flow and being patient enough to say like, I can't force it. I can't sit here and force myself to write for hours. When the inspiration strikes, when the words come to me, they will come in floods. And when they don't, I need to just give myself a moment. I need to be patient. I need to take care of myself and not force anything because then it's not going to be authentic. It's not going to be the right words or advice and find the tricks, which again, for me, yoga, prayer, meditation, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, to, to be patient and let it flow so that I'm back in alignment. And, and then it comes with ease. Like you said, it's not easy, but it is with ease and it's exciting and fun when it's just flowing that way. And you're like, wow, this is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> I love that. Um, I yeah, think we can just but- get so caught up in, uh, you know, we, we won't talk much longer. Sorry guys, but um, you can just get so caught up in the being busy can't you and especially yes. in the entrepreneurial kind of world where you're you know whatever whatever sector you're in I mean I've been in corporate spiritual self-development coaching you name it I've been in it and it's hustle grind burnout it's just a vicious cycle and you can never step out of that hamster wheel to really allow the creative downloads to flow through you because because you're so busy being busy that you just yes. never stop and you never lift your head up to see that there's a different way. There's a better way. There's a much more fun, fulfilling and freedom giving way, right? That's, that's what life is about. That's what being an entrepreneur is about, about getting to create life your way, not how everyone else does it. Just do whatever the fuck you want to do. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Now I love it. I know we, we could talk for hours on all I know, of this, right. We will I, wind up. Um, Mandy, yes. please do tell everyone where they can find you and, and obviously your book. Yes. Thank you. Um, absolutely. So, um, I'm on social media. All of my handles are at Mandy Shaniel. Um, my website is, um, Mandy and that's M A N D Y S C H A N I E L. Um, lots of info on the website about, me, um, a, a sneak peek at my book. They can order the book on my website. There's also links for uh, some of their favorite places. So Amazon, Barnes and Noble, uh, Target, Walmart, they can buy it online wherever they, um, wherever they like to shop for books. Um, but they can get a lot more information on my website or reach out to me there or on social media. And I would love to connect with anyone who resonates with with this conversation or has questions um that is my favorite thing to do is talk to people about tapping into all of these <laughs> all of these things and getting getting to use fear as a tool absolutely love it we'll put all of those links in the show notes below as well guys so don't, don't worry if you're driving or anything at the moment they will all be there thank you so much for joining us mandy and until next time we shall see you all soon don't let the fear stop you